Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodrins. I hope that you're all well. A massive Happy New Year to all of you, the first podcast of 2021. It's absolutely crazy to think that 2020 has passed and we are going ahead with a brand new year. Hopefully some massive, massive movies and TV shows to come out this year. It's been uh, a whirlwind experience for me as well over um, last year. Uh, on the channel and all the success I have had on the channel but it is time to look ahead and it's definitely um, going to be another hopefully very very successful 12 months my first uh, year full on uh, in my podcast so I'm really looking forward to be doing this obviously at the beginning of the year we look ahead as and this is exactly what I'm going to do as we are going to look at my top 10 most anticipated films of 2021. I did do this last year because I did have a channel in, 20, in at the beginning of 2020. But uh, I'm basically going to look ahead at 10 films that I really, really am looking forward to as well. Uh, as well as seeing your uh, favourite films as well. More on that a little bit later. But I did a podcast a six six seven months ago um where i said these are the films i definitely want to see in 2020 there would be 10 films i definitely want to see out of them films about eight of them were actually released so due to everything that's been going on right now you don't know whether any of these films are going to be released but such a jam-packed schedule i can only look at what information i've got release days are bound to change in these top choice top 10 so you know don't look at this podcast you know a year from now and say oh this that was the wrong release date i can only say what information i've got now and uh, this is just my opinion so i'd love to hear what you guys have to say so before we get started let's have a look at some of my honorable mentions so we have a film called malcolm and marie which is a, one of the first films to be shot completely during the pandemic a director and his girlfriend's relationship is tested after they return home from his movie premiere and await critics' response. That is released on the February 5th. Raya and the Last Dragon, Disney's latest 3D animation film, will bring the story of a land where long ago dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity from evil monsters. That is released on March the 5th. And then Cruella, Everstone plays a younger version of the Disney Dame who would eventually kidnap a bunch of Dalmatians. This film also co-stars Emma Thompson that is headed to Disney Plus on May the 28th. So there are my honourable men- honourable mentions. Of course, there are so much other stuff that's coming out next year. But we want to get into your honourable mentions as well. So I basically picked at random three fans that could give us our honourable mentions. None of these mentions are on my list, which is something that's really, really cool. So let's get into Adam's. Uh, honourable mention who says I'm a massive fan of the video game and see the f- and the fact that this world will be portrayed on screen is fantastic. That film is of course Mortal Kombat, which is based on the video game franchise of the same name created by Ed Boon and John Tobias, serving as a reboot to the Mortal Kombat film series and the third instalment overall. That is scheduled to be released in theatres and on the HBO Max streamer service on the same day, April 16th. Space Jam A New Legacy, in the film James ditches his Lakes, Lakers teammates for the Looney Tunes gang. Don Cheadle and basketball stars like Chris Paul and Diana Taurasi are also set to appear. So that film, that film uh, mentioned was from Paul, so thank you very much 
as that probably said the first movie is my childhood favourite film so I can't wait for this film to be as brilliant and then we have Candyman director Nia DaCosta's forthcoming sequel to the 1992 classic which will depict murder in the house in projects of Chicago it takes place in the present day after those towns have been torn down and replaced by condos during gen- gen- generations but when an artist was terrorised by the Candyman as a child he finds that, that the Hulked Man presence lingers. Uh, this is from Sam. It says, The 1992 film is so underrated and Jordan Peele and Vod will be fantastic. A perfect horror film. So thank you very much for all three of them for their honourable mentions. But let's get into my top ten. Coming down number ten is Fast and Furious 9. Though the series has always valued the idea of family, this film, which brings back most of the expected regulars, including director Justin Lin, plans to expand on that notion with Dom and Letty now having a son but also a new threat of dom's brother that is played by john cena the family not the only thing getting bigger as the outrageous action of f9 seems poised to outdo everything that came before it that film is looking like it will be hitting cinemas on may the 28th so i'm a big fan of the fast and furious film they've always been really really high octane octane massive massive action sequences this one we've already had a trailer for because it was supposed to come out uh, last year so crazy to say but um that film will be really really good i cannot wait for this film i think it's going to be really really good the idea of family bringing back into as well i think they lost their way with that sort of style and approach to sort of the the franchise so really looking forward to seeing what this film is going to offer us john cena looks fantastic as the villain charlie's Theron is also back and they're gonna have to, you know, keep outdoing themselves, keep making some fantastic action sequences. So I'm looking forward to seeing the potential that Fast and Furious has on sort of the franchise and how possibly this could round it off. Coming at number nine is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Original Ghostbusters Bill Murray, Dan Arkold, and Ernie Hudson reprise their role as Supernatural's pest controllers in a new sequel to the 80s blockbuster. This also stars Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard. McKenna Grace and Paul Rudd. This time around, the squad faces with a paranormal force wrecking havoc on a small Oklahoma town. So the release date has not been confirmed, but it looks like it'll be coming out in the summer of 2021. Another film that we are going to be supposed to be getting last year. I am a big, big Ghostbusters fan. Really, really like the premise and the idea behind this film. I didn't mind the 2016 version. I think the trailer was awful but i think the film wasn't too bad but i think they're looking at this looking at the roots looking at what the fans like and the fact that the original ghostbusters uh you know are back sort of featuring their characters as well um the son of the director of the original ghostbusters film will also be taking on the director's chair so of course he's not he's going to know about this world i think it had the potential to be a really 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 good film the trailers as well have looked like it's something completely different going away from that comedy tone to more serious so i think this could be a breath of fresh air coming at number eight is justice league the snyder cut a director's cut of the 2017 american superhero film justice league is going to be directed by zach snyder this is via the streamer service of HBO Max and the resultation will cost around 70 million to complete the visual effects, score and editing. 
New material for the cut was filmed in October of last year, looking for a summer 2021 release date. So I've done a bunch of podcasts about the Snyder Cut and sort of my opinions on it. I don't really want to get into that. I just want to say that this film better be good. It's, it's, it's so easy to say, but you know the trailers have looked intriguing. intriguing. I don't want any more trailers. But one of the biggest things for me especially is going to be comparing what we saw in 2017 to this version of the Snyder Cut. I think the idea that this is going to be like four mini episodes or combined in, you know, a lot of people say, is that a film? Me, For me personally, it is a film. That's why it's on this list. So I'm looking forward to seeing the potential that this film has to sort of show that director's vision of the entire film should not be messed with by producers, production companies, all of that. I think Zack Snyder is a great director and I think he's took the DCEU into a very, very good direction. He's been probably one of the most consistent people. I think that he is basically the DC version of Kevin Feige. And I I don't think his films are bad. I think that what this is showing is something completely different. But people have respected his vision and looked at the vision and saying, how is this different? There's going to be some massive, massive notable differences. But apparently there could be quite some similar. But I hope that the what I liked about Justice League, they've got they've got them elements in there and it's just being added on. I personally think that the way that they've approached, especially the new three characters, Cyborg, Aquaman and the Flash, could be a really, really nice look at. So for me, Justice League the Snyder Cook had not gone quicker. I just want that conversation about this film and how it will compare. Coming in at number 7 is Mission Impossible 7. The forthcoming 7 instalment in the long-running action franchise sees Tom Cruise reprise his role as Daredevil IMF agent Ethan Hunt alongside a number of returning co-stars including Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg and Vanessa Kirby and newcomers Hayley Atwell, Paul Clementiaf, Shea Wiegum and Eze Morales. Rogue Nation and Fallout writer and director Christopher McQuarrie resumes his dual role on both 7 and Mission Impossible 8, which are being shot back-to-back. This film is going to be set to arrive in the cinemas November the 19th. We said it there. Christopher McQuarrie is a fantastic director. He, for me, I compare him in this role with what he's done with Mission Impossible to David Yates, where, in Harry Potter, because he came in, in his first film, and he stuck around and not only did he stay around for the Harry Potter films the last four I believe he also did the Fantastic Beast film so he he knows what he's doing in this genre the Russo brothers with the MCU you know Captain America the Winter Soldier came onto the scene and then they were given a responsibility to do three massive films in the MCU Christopher McQuarrie has made two fantastic Mission Impossible films with Rogue Nation and Fallout. Fallout it was a massive, massive surprise for me a couple of years ago. It was fantastic, that film. And I think it can only be better. I think Tom Cruise, he was losing it a little bit after, you know, sort of the disappointing films. You know, The Mummy, you know, he, that was definitely a really, really poor film. But he is a fantastic actor. Top Gun Maverick, of course, this year, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So, you know, that there's one film that, you know, is already going to be in the top five. But Mission Impossible 7, really looking forward to this film. I think that what Fallout did do was 
to continue a a franchise sort of linked it all together sort of, ret- sort of returning characters but not only the people that they've I've just named that are coming back are fantastic also the newcomers Hayley Atwell is going to be good Paul Clementiata is going to be fantastic you know strong female characters so I really do think that Mr. Possible 7 have potential to create possibly spin-offs, you know, maintain this. Because at the end of the day, Mr. Impossible films, they started in in late 90s. So the fact that we had sort of them films there, they're going to introduce a new agent possibly into this. And I think it'll be really, really cool to see the potential Mission Impossible 7 has for the rest of the series. Coming in at number six is Dune. Timothy Chalamet's Paul Otis awakens to his destiny in the new adaptation of the first novel in Frank Herbert's classic sci-fi saga. Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa also appear in Denise Villeneuve's star-studded epic, which is set on HBO Max and in theatres simultaneously on October the 1st. This film again should have come out should have come out last year but we have had a trailer and this world for me looks so interesting it really really does this cast is absolutely fantastic the potential it has to probably kick off a new series obviously they're looking at books so you know potentially you could have uh, some you know other books sort of being adapted but the talent in here is absolutely fantastic just named a couple of them there but it's got that potential to be the new sci-fi series. You know, Star Trek, we don't know whether we'll see a new Star Trek film. Star Wars now sort of closing out their saga. This could be something that replaces it. And a lot of people love the 80s film. I've not had the chance to see that, but definitely will before this one is. But I spoke about the HBO Max and Warner Brothers situation and what films really people should go and watch in the theatre. This one definitely, because the visual effects will be fantastic. It's going to be one of them films that you need to see to fully appreciate the world building that this film could have. Kicking us off in the top five then is Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson will portray the character, which is both a spin-off and a sequel of the 2019 movie Shazam. In July, June 2019, Jane Collett was announced as director for the film. It had no official release date yet, but it could be in late 2021. So this is actually one of the films that I do believe will be pushed back to 2022. Everything, of course, going on now at the moment and, uh, you know, production's been shut down. We, we don't know whether we'll see this film. But with Dwayne Johnson at the helm, with how we spoke about the character at DC fandom a couple of months ago, you see how much he really, really enjoys uh, and appreciates this character of Black Adam. This is going to be something completely different for the DCEU. Introduce a hero that I think will be a massive, massive fan favourite. The Justice Society of America as well. We've seen that in Stargirl and a little bit part of the Arrowverse as well. So the fact that they're going to be in the films, I think, will be a really, really cool potential. I think the fact that it, it will link to Shazam, but is also a character that's so different. We'll see that interaction between the two names. Zachary Levi, Dwayne Johnson, you know, is that going to be another fantastic pairing? You know, you don't know. So there's a a lot of potential. Obviously, I've not seen much trailer footage yet. Not seen, you know, sort of, you know, crew photos or anything like that. But at the end of the day, Dwayne Johnson is a powerhouse. He is somebody who will bring in the box office numbers. His films, you know, will definitely go up. 
you know, all down. But with this film, it's DC, it's part of the DCEU, it's a superhero film. I have to put this on this list because I'm a big, big superhero fan and looking forward to seeing the potential that Black Adam has to sort of change the dynamic of the DCEU. Coming in at number four is Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson reprises her role as Black Widow for an origin story directed by Kate Shortland that casts Florence Pugh, Rachel Weisz and David Harbour as the superhero's equally lethal family. Set after the events of Captain America Civil War, this is the first instalment in Phase 4 of the MCU and the franchise's 24th film overall. This film arrives at cinemas on May the 7th. I have seen so much press, I've seen so many trailers, I've seen so much stuff from this that keeps me excited. I think a lot of people are looking at this and going, oh my god, this is 10 years too late for me. But I think what you've got to look at is that this character is such a fan favourite, Scarlett Johansson portrays her very, very well, and, you know... It's going to ask, ask a lot of questions, and it, but it's also going to answer a lot of them as well. If you think that Black Widow doesn't deserve it, I think that this film is going to be something that Marvel needs to make to introduce. I can really see a Young Avengers film in the MCU very, very soon. You know, Phase 5 is, is not officially announced yet in terms of what content it does, but I think there will be a new Avengers film, and I think it will be part of the Young Avengers. And you've got Florence Pugh possibly being, you know, part of Black you know, Black Widow, I think the idea of a Black Widow film, yes, it is 10 years too late, but also it's the fact that this character has heavily featured in Iron Man installments, Captain America installments, Avengers, she's had a prominent role, and I think this is the perfect time now to look at Black Widow as a character and say, okay, even though you've died, and we're sort of doing this at a time, and in between our two, one of our two biggest films, it's going to sort of give us a massive, massive potential to what the MCU can drive forward and the narrative forward. Like I said, with Black Adam, I'm a massive, massive superhero fan. I love the MCU. And I, I can't see myself not putting this film on the list because all of the trailers have really intrigued me. The spy elements as well. I'm a big spy fan. So it has to be on this list. Kicking us off in our top three is The Eternals, another MCU film, but this is turned into a new series of characters to jumpstart another era of world building. The mortal aliens who have hidden on Earth for thousands of years must reunite to save the world from the Deviants, the newest post-Thanos big bad. The Eternals are played by a star-studded cast that includes Angelina Jolie, Kit Harrington, Camille Nanjiani and Sam Hayek. This movie, directed by the acclaimed indie filmmaker Chloe Zhao, also reportedly includes Marvel first LGBTQ moments. The release date is November the 5th. I'm the most intrigued person out of every Marvel fan about this film. I think it has a lot of potential. You know, again, Marvel are fantastic at taking the risks of quite some unknown directors. Chloe Zhao is through because she's done a lot of, sort of indie films. I'm not very much familiar with her work. She hasn't a lot of uh, blockbusters but even if you talk about the cast and the main people there is fantastic it's going to bring a lot of star power into this film and you know the guardians who knows where the guardians are going to go are going to go with this phase you know the avengers now it, it's going to be tough to make uh, an avengers film without the main players um so really the eternals are going to be the main team yeah, the, you know, the new team, 
like I spoke about a lot of the times before, Marvel have took massive, massive risks with this next phase. For me, this is not a risk because I think it will answer a lot of questions that we potentially could have where these Eternals have been and it's going to be one of the films that is going to be set, set in space. The Deviants are going to be possibly the new big bad. That's how they're being portrayed. So you've got to look at these films, especially over the next five years, and say that they're going to be massive risks. But I think the Eternals is going to start off this new phase, this new saga of films. And I think this one has to be in my top three. Coming in, runner-up is Top Gun Maverick. After waiting 34 years for a sequel to Top Gun, it must have really cooled the jets off high-flying fans to have the movie pushed into 2021. However, the return to the dogfighting world of Maverick and Iceman will get their chance to experience the Joseph Kosinski-directed film. Starring Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly and John Hamm, the movie will also feature Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer reprise their classic roles. Kelly McGills, who played Charlotte Blackwood in the original movie, said she was not asked to return for Top Gun Maverick. This film flies into cinemas on July the 2nd. So, I'm a big fan of Top Gun. It's, again, another very, very big film. You know, it's a classic for a lot, a lot of people. The fact that they have greenlighted the film, we've seen trailers, the trailers have looked really, really cool. And this is going to be the potential for Tom Cruise to do what he does best and, you know, give that, you know, really, really, you know, confident, you know, suave performance that only he can do. And, you know, Val Kilmer coming back is fantastic. But the new ca- the new cast members look really, really cool as well. Joseph Kaczynski returning for the film is fantastic. So I think that Top Gun Maverick is going to have their core audience. But it's also going to introduce new fans to this film. There's put on Tom Cruise, put in Val Kilmer as well. It's going to give us some massive, massive moments. And looking forward to seeing this film on the big screen as well. But coming in at number one for me is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Marvel's first Asian-led superhero movie stars Chinese-Canadian actor Simu Liu as Shang-Chi, a martial arts master who must contend with the mysterious Ten Rings crime syndicate. The... The Destin Daniel Cretton Helmer film also stars Tony Leung, Aquafina and Michelle Yeoh will be the 25th instalment in the MCU and has the release date of July the 9th. So this film is really, really rushed production because this film was supposed to be coming out next year and then it sort of came in between as Black Widow and the Eternals. That's fine for me. Hence why this is on this list. I'm so looking forward to this film. The action sequences are going to be really, really cool to watch. The the actors and actresses involved, there's going to be some them, some I know, some I don't really know. But I just want to see a trailer from this film as quickly as possible. New cultures are going to be appreciated inside of this movie. So the fact that this is going to be such a different, different film, and a lot of people are saying this is a massive, massive risk, for me it's going to be new, it's going to be something exciting. They're not relying on an existing character or an existing property. They're going to want to make a new character in a new film, explore their origin story, also link it to the first ever, you know, MCU film now, 13 years ago. It it's definitely has a lot of potential to be a big, big character inside of this franchise. 
So that is it for the top 10 most anticipated films of 2021. Thank you very much to the three people who got their uh, honourable mentions as well in there. Thank you very much for all of that. Really want to have a lot more fan contribution over here in the podcast. If you'd like to listen uh, to more of the podcast, make sure you favourite and follow so you never miss an upload. And also get... um, yeah, talking about films and TV shows, message me on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, and we'll definitely, uh, hopefully invite you as well. I want to do a lot more collaborations this year. Um, check out the another podcast that will be available today where I give you my top 10 most anticipated TV shows of 2021 as well. That's definitely going to be a very, very interesting uh, podcast as well because I've started to watch and review a lot more TV shows. I don't know what the next podcast will be about. Maybe something that you love. See you in a bit.